Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. This is your host, Felicia Atlas. Oh my goodness, you guys. We're less than two days away from the Start Something Great brunch. I am overjoyed. I'm so excited. Everyone's excited. Oh my goodness. What is going to happen at this event? You know what's going to happen? You're going to start something so powerful, so momentous, so engaging, so mind-blowing that you're never going to forget this event. So thank you to everyone that has supported Thank you guys for listening to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. You guys, I am excited. This whole podcast is dedicated to those who are ready to start something great. We talked about great things. We talked about good success, but we're going to take it a step further and we're going to really, really understand what the start is all about. The start is very significant. We start our lives. We start relationships. We start contracts. We purchase things. We endeavor. We plan trips. We start that excursion. We start that vacation. We do so many things and we put into action our heart's desires. But how many times do we look to fulfill something that might not be so easy, something that might be challenging? And how about those things that are very rare? It's very rare to start a business and become successful in those overnight sensations and those success stories that just come out of nowhere. But those things aren't as rare as we think. It's just that your faith has not been aligned with your Act daily activity and your intuition and your faith needs to be stirred again. So we're going to be stirring the faith of the people on July 30th, like you've never seen. Dallas has never seen an anointing be paired with a calling in an entrepreneurial way ever. And for such a time as this, this is going to be mind blowing. And I'm kind of all over the place because I'm just thinking about Saturday and I know the things that I have prepared and I know the things that God has prepared for them that love him, that are called according to his purpose. So once again, I just want to welcome everybody to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm going to pull back a little bit so we can get through the podcast and make sure that everything is understood, that in all our getting, we're getting an understanding that we also have wisdom, knowledge, strength, and counsel to go forward and start something great. So are you ready? Let's do something great. Look at somebody and tell them I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started. I have not quit. I have not given up. I have not been defeated. You thought I was sleeping, but I am wide awake and I am ready to get started. This is going to be a very powerful podcast today. July is almost at its end and we need this episode to position us for greatness. We need this episode to kind of put us in the starting blocks. And we're going to be talking about the different forms of starting. How many people know that when you endeavor to do something, there are typically seven 
core ways that we start or do something new. I'm going to touch on those just a little bit, but I might hold on to it until Saturday and I might just give you one or two of those things because I want everybody to have a spirit of anticipation because you know what anticipation does? When we wait on the Lord, the Bible says he will renew our strength, that we'll mount up with wings as eagles, that we'll walk and not be weary. That came from anticipation. So anticipation gives you a strength that will quicken you, that will accelerate you, that will give you a determination to soar. And so I'm releasing that today in a very prophetic light. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in the lives of your people. We're going to get started. I want to welcome the existing listeners. You guys, over the last couple of weeks, I'm so proud to say this, but Texas has really, really been listening to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. And when I say they've been listening, they've been listening. Uh, We got DeSoto and Grand Prairie and Garland, Mesquite, Frisco, North Richland Hills, Duncanville, Plano, Richardson, Mansfield, Richmond, Anna, Crowley, Keller, Little Elm, Euless, Roanoke, Springtown, Rockwall, Irving, McKinney. I'm like, yeah, Texas is in the building. And that might be because of the uh, brunch that's coming up where there's been so much activity, but I don't care where it comes from. Just continue to listen, continue to seek after the things of God, continue to want more for yourself. Thank you so much for your support. It is greatly appreciated. I have never been so overjoyed. I, I looked at the results and looked at the analytics of the podcast and it said that Texas was back at number one. So I appreciate that. I appreciate Africa and Ghana and they want me to bring the brunch there and we're bringing it there. Thus say it, the Lord in the name of Jesus. Murray, Kentucky, thank you for listening. San Francisco, California, La Habra, California. Georgia is doing great things. They want to start something great. Georgia said we ready to get started. LaGrange, Georgia and Peachtree Corners, Georgia. Thank you for listening. We got Raleigh, North Carolina that's now listening. Kansas City, Missouri, San Francisco, California and Moldova over in Europe. Moldova, a very nice place. Thank you so much for listening over there. We are still praying for everyone in Europe, um, in Ukraine, the Russians. We're praying that there be peace and that God send resolution in the name of Jesus. So I got lots to talk about, but I just want to let you know for the people coming to the brunch, we have bankers, we have lawyers, we have doctors, we have entrepreneurs in the beauty industry. We have pastors, ministers, leaders, teachers, principals, school administrators. We have athletes, models, actresses. I don't know, but God has sent an influx of people and everyone I believe was strategically handpicked by God to be present at this event. And so it's just been a blessing. It's been lots of work, but it's been a lot of productivity and a lot of great things have come out of it. A lot of new relationships have been connected and are flourishing and God is gonna do great things to the people that you're gonna meet. So once again, Be ready July 30th in less than two days, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time sharp. For those of you that have registered, I have sent an email so you guys can be prepared and know what to do and know what to expect and know that greatness is right around the corner and you're going to start something great here in just a few days. But right now we're going to get into the podcast, get into what thus saith the Lord, get into the mind of God so that before we start, before we hit go, before we press play, before we turn on the switch, we are prepared for the long haul because starting is more about endurance than it is the trigger. The trigger is just momentum, but momentum 
momentum has to be sustained. How many times do you see people start that race and they die out? Paul said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. So we want to finish strong. And I got some stuff today that's going to accelerate the way that you think. It's going to release a spirit of acceleration to where you know that when you pick up momentum and you get that business off the ground, you don't lose heart. You don't become faint. You don't become weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap if you do not faint. So what is the song of the week? The song of the week is... I don't have one. I've been doing the most amazing spiritual activities and exercises with God. I've been just spending time with him in a very different place. And I've been allowing him to show me things in the realm of the spirit. And the Bible says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. So while I've been doing that, God has been showing me a new season. And I'm like, God, what do you mean? I just started a new season. He was like, no, but this season is, is unexpected for you. And you're going to be able to birth some things. Now there's going to be an anointing to really deliver some promises that I've given unto you. So in this time, you're going to sing a new song. And I want people to know now I'm speaking prophetically that when God releases a new song, it automatically represents a new season. I was studying the word of God the other day. The Bible says when the house of Israel left, when the house of Jacob left Egypt, they went in Judah. They meaning they went in praise. They went in with Judah. They went in with praise. And I love that. I want to say I was studying that. Uh, where was I studying that? It may have been Exodus. It may have been, um, it was probably Exodus, but it was a very great uh, teaching um, and a great time of study. When I read that, I said, wow, that is really powerful. So remember that when God is releasing a new song, he's doing a new thing. And the song of the spirit, it it's a connecting mechanism to get you closer to God, to get you in a secret place, because sometimes you don't understand what's happening. So in not knowing he can teach you and in not knowing he can groom you. He can teach you how to sing in the spirit and interpret that saying and interpret that song. So I've been having these awesome encounters and I thank you Lord for it. And I hope that someone else receives those encounters while you're listening to me. And I just bless God for what he's going to do in your life. But there's also a song that I've been listening to a lot and I've actually fell in love with the song. The song is called, Who Am I? And it talks about this lady that she's saying that God is so much greater. He's so awesome. Who is she that he would be mindful of her? And I was studying that and, and playing the song and meditating in the word of God while listening to it. And the book says, Hebrews 2 and 6, what is man that thou art mindful of him or the son of man that thou visitest him? This is very important because it lets you know when things don't look like what they should look like, he's there. When you don't feel the way that you should feel, he's there. He's mindful. He's taking your life into consideration. He's taking your situation into consideration. The things that pertain to you, he will perfect those things. So the Bible also says in Colossians 3 and 16, that the word should dwell richly in us in all wisdom, that we should admonish one another in Psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. Let's sing with grace. Ladies and gentlemen, as we enter this new season, let's continue to sing a spiritual song, making melody 
in our heart to the Lord. And it's time to start something in your worship. It's time to start something in your praise. Every time you worship, it should be an encounter. Every time you seek the Lord, it should be a time of oneness and unity in the spirit. Every time you open your mouth, you should be able to say, wow, the Lord is in fact here. You should not get up if you haven't met with God. You should not be done until you started talking to the Lord and he has started to talk back. And I've learned to train myself in that way that when I'm listening to God and he's listening to me, that we're actually communing with one another and we need to stay still and we need to really be attentive to what he's saying because he's telling us things that will advance our current situation, advance our callings, advance us in the kingdom of God. So it's it's a date. It's a meeting. It's a time of communion and God is for it. So if God is for it, I'm for it. So let's just recap very briefly. Great things are on the horizon. The last podcast, we talked about great things and I made a prophetic decree for the remaining months of the year. I'm going to briefly go over those. They've proven to be powerful and people have come back to me and say, oh, you said that June was going to be like this and this is what happened. And you said that May and these things are coming to pass in my life. So that encourages me. So because I'm encouraged, I'm going to continue to do that because God shows me stuff and I just speak it and, and I watch him perform it in my life. So I'm very grateful. I said that July would be a month of delegation where you would have to order things. It's the seventh month. So it might not look like perfection. It might not look like completion. It might not look like things are the way they should be, but he's preparing you for that perfected time, for that perfected moment. So July is a month of delegation where pieces are being put in place. It may look a little chaotic and it may look a little uncertain, but believe me, the midst of God is preparing greatness for you. The hand of the Lord is upon everything that pertains to you. July is almost over. So there will be a shift in eight in August. You will revisit budgets. You will revisit plans. You will revisit business plans, but there will be an overflow as you organize yourself in these last days of the month and prepare to shift in the month of August, September, God will silence the enemy with your success. There's going to be a time of peace roundabout. October, he says to remember not the form of things. There will be a transition period. Yes, yes, yes. A transitioning period, but it won't be a transition. Everyone will understand this transition. Everyone will see this transition. This transition will be loud. It'll be noisy. It'll shake like it did in the book of Ezekiel. Behold a great noise and a loud shaking. So God is saying, I'm going to transition you a new way, a new thing, something great. And November is going to be a time of praise. December will be a time of glory and your glory will shine as the noonday in Jesus name. But we have to prepare ourselves according to the word of the Lord, because everything that God releases requires an act of obedience. So even though it's the word of the Lord, things are required from us. And we're going to get into the word of the Lord about when you start something and that what that thing is, that thing. Oh my God, we're going to talk about that thing because before you can do a great thing, you need to understand what is that thing? What is the thing that God is talking about? And we talked in the last podcast about doing all things through Christ, doing great things, doing good things, doing, I mean, I just went through the scripture and I pointed out all of the things that the Holy Ghost was saying to me in Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So we know that there are all things, all things. That's the totality of your life, the totality, the good, the bad, the ugly, the occurrences that you had where you were defeated, the times where you fell short, the times where you overcame, the times where you had triumph. 
all of those things come together and lay out a very beautiful and succinct purpose for your life in the name of Jesus. So then we know there are good things. The Bible says in Psalms 103 and 5, who satisfied thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed. There's that word renewed again. That brings on quickening. Renewed brings on acceleration. Renewed brings on determination. That's what God is releasing in this time. A renewal to be quickened, to be accelerated, and to be determined. Because once you're quickened, something has to sustain that quickening. A quickening doesn't last forever. A quickening is in the moment anointing. The Bible says that David always said, quicken me, O Lord. He means that right now I need a surge. I need a jump start. I need you to take those jumper cables and shock me to where I understand that you are the Lord, my God, and nothing is too hard for you. So the quickening has to be sustained because that's not a continual thing. The Bible says Jesus was quickened when he rose from the dead, but when he rose, he went into glory. So that quickening attribute has to take you into a place of glory. And in order to do that, you have to be sustained by a spirit of acceleration. Why do you need acceleration? Because immediately after you're quickened, the enemy comes to stop it. The enemy comes to say that didn't really happen. You didn't really have that encounter. You didn't get refilled. You didn't get the Holy Ghost. God didn't just bless you. God didn't just do that. And in fact, he did. So the spirit of acceleration comes to say, nope, I'm going to take this power. I'm going to take this glory. I'm going to take this anointing and I'm going to run full speed. What happens when you run full speed? When you're running full speed, you can get tired in the race. You can get lethargic. You can become weak. You can become weary because you're using all attributes of your strength. The body is physical. The body is flesh. It can get tired and the same in the spirit. So when you run, 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 you're accelerating. You're going 100 miles an hour. You're going hard for the Lord. Then you need an anointing of determination to be steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding. So that's awesome. That's just great. <laughs> so we're going to transition into the great things. So now we know about the all things. We know about good things. Let's go into the great things. Second Samuel 7, 21, it says, For thy word's sake and according to thine own heart hast thou done all these great things to make thy servant know them. This is the book of Samuel. We know that there were so many things that happened in the book of Samuel, Samuel 1, Samuel 2. It was a lot of war. There was a lot of deceit, a lot of treachery, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of uh, defeat, a lot of conquering. God did a lot of things in this season because he was introducing a new thing and he was starting something. What do you mean? He was bringing in the kingdom. There was no kingdom for the children of Israel. That means he's saying, I'm transitioning you from walking with me under covenant to enjoying me in royalty. I'm going to release a royal anointing. Listen very closely. I'm going to release a royal anointing and I'm going to set up my kingdom and I'm going to put you over my kingdom, David, and I'm going to allow you to experience greatness. The royal anointing and the great anointing, they go hand in hand so that you can rule over the things that God has given you with excellence. That's all about the spirit of excellence. So in 2 Samuel 7, 21, he's saying, thou has done all these great things to make thy servants know them. So God will begin to move like I spoke of earlier and move pieces like chess and put things where they need to be and strategically understand. That's why it's important that you have that secret time in the secret place with God so that you're not 
unaware when God is moving and shifting and transitioning you into greatness. So the kingdom, the Israelites never had a king. The Israelites never had a royal anointing, but he said with the fourth son, Judah, I will bring forth David and through David will come Jesus. These are the kingly anointings. And it's very important that we understand that. So he's saying that you make thy servant know your greatness, know your great things. Why? God doesn't just show us his greatness to brag. He shows it to us to know that we're part of a covenant. We're part of an inheritance that he's starting something great in our lives. So it's important that we stay in the presence, that we walk uprightly. The Bible says no good thing. Remember the things that we're going to be starting? No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So those things, that business, those things, that ministry, those things, that marriage, those things, that family, those things, that nonprofit, whatever those things are, that move, that transition, that purchase, that house, that apartment complex you want to purchase, that's a thing. No good thing will he withhold from them who walk uprightly. That is the word of God. So it's very important. And look, it also says Psalms 84 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. He will give grace and glory. So listen, as we're starting something new, you need grace, you need glory. Why? People think, oh, the glory of the Lord is upon me. The grace of God is on me. Look, understand those are two different things. The grace is operative. Grace is so you operate. Grace is so you operate. Grace is so you operate. Grace is so that you know how to do something that you could not do. God gave us grace to stay saved. We cannot do that on our own. We can't work all day long and do the great things that God has called us to do without a certain grace and anointing to make that that move and that transition to make it easy, to make the burden be easy, to make the yoke be light. The Bible says the anointing destroys the yoke. So that grace is an anointing that he gives us to do things that people don't think we can do, that you don't believe you can do. The glory is what happens when you operate in grace. You go from glory to glory and faith to faith. How do you do that? By the grace, because the grace is going to transition you into glory. Why? You're going to have grace to operate in something that you could never do before. You really couldn't start that business before because you didn't have the knowledge. God is going to give you grace to study. You really couldn't keep that marriage because you didn't have no patience. God is going to give you grace to be patient with your spouse. You really couldn't get that degree because you didn't have the know-how and the, and, uh, I don't want to say patience, but you didn't have the willingness to stay in school because you just couldn't bear all the pressures of life and having to be on your own and stay in school and do this and do that. But God is going to give you grace to master and conquer all of those different dimensions of life at once. Then the glory is the degree. The glory is the repaired marriage. The glory is the successful business. The glory is second. The glory, the Bible says the house um, will, the, the latter glory will be greater. So he's saying secondly, secondly, after you've operated in grace, then the glory will be revealed. So this is very interesting. I love that. So as we start, as we tread, as we move, as we go into new territory, understand that we need to operate in grace and glory and pray for grace and glory. And then the Bible says in the book of Psalms 84 and 11, he will not withhold from them that thing that thing, whatever that thing is you want to start, he will not uphold it. So this is very great. And I got some things I want to start. I got all kinds of things. I'm like the start queen. 
but I'm also the finished queen. And so I love doing new things in the spirit. I love seeking God for what he would have for my life. And people don't know that he wants to give us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's not mean. He's not selfish. He's giving. He's generous. He's a cheerful giver. And so the thing that hinders us is the thing that we don't know. We perish for lack of knowledge and we don't know what the thing is. Well, what do you mean? I'm going to get into something very, very wonderful right now. And this is the bulk of the podcast, Isaiah 55 and 11. The Bible says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. Listen to this. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. It shall prosper, not in you, not in you, not in you, but it will prosper in the thing. Okay. So I looked it up. I tried to find out what this thing is. God, what are you talking about? You know, you're talking about a thing. What's the thing? And, uh, there's no interpretation and there's no interpretation because it's customizable. And whenever you can't find a direct um, definition for something in the word, God is going to reveal it to you by spirit. And I was studying and he said, tell the people that in this hour, I'm releasing a customizable anointing, meaning on your business, you're going to function and flourish through customizable gifts. That company that offers you know, all of these different flavors of ice cream, all of these different types of hairstyles, all of these different types of shampoos, all of these different types of products. Walmart has everything from A to Z. They customize your experience. Grocery stores need customizable experiences. Beauty shops, barbershops, brands, books, Everything needs a customizable situation, just like Amazon. And so you're going to prosper in the thing where to I sent it, but you can't prosper until you know the thing. How can you prosper without the thing? So it's very important. This is very important. This is very strategic. It's very prophetic. You have to ask God, what is that thing? I want to start some thing. The Bible says, you can do all things, just find out what your thing is. So the reason that we are never able to start and never really able to latch on to the greatness in our companies, in our ambitions, in our heart's desires, the Bible says Corinthians 15 and 45 and 1 Corinthians, it is written that first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. This talks about possibility. This talks about customizable attributes. God is saying that I created Adam. Did you, you guys ever read this? This is amazing. It says that the first Adam was made a living soul, the last Adam a quickening spirit. So he's saying that I had to do something spiritual on the natural. So when you find out what that thing is in the natural, what that business is in the natural, what you want to pursue in the natural, God will put a quickening spirit on it to make it accelerate and to make it be determined. Quickening, acceleration, determination. Those those are the three things God is releasing in this hour. So that thing is going to prosper when you understand. First Corinthians 13 again, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind and I reach forth unto those things with, which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of Christ. 
high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything, in anything, we be otherwise minded, God shall reveal this even unto you. So how many times have we read this and we never looked at the anything, anything, don't be otherwise minded in anything. In that thing, you have to be like-minded. In your thing that you do, you have to agree with God. In that thing that you're starting, that something that you're starting, that great thing that you're starting, that new thing that you're starting, that something, you have to be like-minded with God. And if anything, you be otherwise-minded, guess what it says? God will even reveal this unto you. So God is trying to reveal it. He's trying to reveal that thing. He's going to give us some determination. The Bible says we're compassed about with clouds of witnesses that we need to lay aside the weight, the sin that so easily besets us that we can run the race looking unto Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. So he's trying to activate something. He's trying to organize something. He's an initiator. He's the author. That means he's writing the story of your life and you have to play the part in that that thing so his word can go forth and accomplish the thing it was sent forth to do. This is very important. The Bible says, is it a light thing? Is it a light thing? I love that scripture. It says, and this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also into thy hand. The Bible says it's a light thing that something that hard thing, nothing is too hard for God. God says it is but a light Thing in the sight of the Lord in 2 Kings 3 and 8. That thing, that start, that newness, that ambition, that company, it is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. This is amazing. If he ain't talking to you, he's talking to me. <laughs> if you don't receive it, I receive it for you. So we don't understand the possibilities. We don't understand the capacity. You know, the, the earth sits in the middle of nowhere in outer darkness, but God caused it to be established where it won't move and where we live and have our being and we flourish. How did he do that? He says that he's going to show you how to do that with your company. It's going to come out of utter darkness, but it's going to be established. It's going to be vibrant. It's going to have a light. I'm going to put a light around it and a sun and a moon. I'm going to give it multiple lights. I'm going to give it daytime. I'm going to give it harvest time. God says, but it's not a light. It's only a light thing. It's not difficult for me to do this, but you can't have fear. Second Corinthians 4, 18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So those are the things, more things, more things. I'm telling y'all the things is an anointing. Look, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, that's how we start something. That's how we remove all fear. The Bible says that let all things be done decently and in order. So as we pray and ask God to manifest that thing, to show us that thing, to birth that thing, to bring that thing, to empower that thing, to anoint that thing. Look, let all things be done decently and in order. Listen, it's time to start something great. I got to get out of here, but I'll see you guys on Saturday. The next podcast is going to be on fire because I'm going to be talking about what happened at the brunch. Don't miss the brunch. If you miss the brunch, guess what? You won't be able to start nothing great. It's time to start something great, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for listening to the Dominion of greatness podcast. Oh my God, this was just an amazing time and I can't wait to see everybody on Saturday. Until next time, have a dimension of greatness and start something great. Bye-bye.